Hello, coming up in this edition of the podcast for petrol heads. It was a beautiful chrome device that had a most satisfying clunk to it as you depressed the nipple-like metal protrusion. Find out what on earth Zog is talking about when we play Just a Motoring Minute. Sniff Petrol asks some F1 people what they want to find in their stockings. We were delighted to approach Fernando Alonso. For sure, a new razor would be nice. Look at my chin, this is ridiculous. And discover what we are hoping for too. I need a car that reverses climate change. And get the KN out of the Porsche range. I want a championship. The Jensen plays a party. Want someone good to buy Aston Martin. Yes, it's our own Gareth Jones on Speed Christmas anthem to end the show. But first, a word from some of the good lads in GP2. Hi, I'm Antonio Pizzoni. I'm wishing all the listeners on Gareth Jones on Speed a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hi, I'm Giorgio Pantano. I wish you Happy Christmas to Gareth Jones on Speed. Hey, I'm Timo Glock. I can't afford an iPod, but if I could, I'd been listening to Gareth Jones on Speed. Welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed! I'm Gareth Jones. I'm Zog. I'm Richard Porter. And I'm Violet. Being as this is the last episode of the year, we've decided to do the Gareth Jones on Speed Awards! Gareth Jones on Speed 2006 Awards! The first category this evening is Excuse of the Year. Excuse of the Year! And the nominees for Excuse of the Year are... Sebastian Loeb not having to appear in the last race of the Championship because he broke his arm. Grand Prix Masters, Silverstone race, plagued by engine failures... Their excuse? They didn't have one. And Bill Ford, who, despite being heir to the Ford dynasty, was ousted by Alan Mullally. And his excuse, well, he didn't really have an excuse, but he said, I'll still be coming into the office every day. Well, don't try and sit in your old chair, Bill. And the winner is... Kimi Raikkonen. His excuse for missing Michael Schumacher's award on the grid in Brazil, Kimi missed the award because he was having a shit. Hang on, he was having a shit. Yeah. So you mean Kimi was actually having a shit? He actually said, I missed it, I was having a shit. Sure, he said it no, on air. Surely yeah. he didn't say he was having a shit. Yeah, that's I what do he remember said. him saying he was having a shit. And I have to say, as excuses go, I've heard ones that are more shit. Yeah, that was a pretty shit excuse. <laughs> Okay then, guys, uh, next category, Racing Racing Car of the Year. Okay, here we go. Nominees in the category Racing Car of the Year. I've got one. Um, The Audi R10 diesel for winning at Le Mans and making it look so easy it was about as dull as driving a diesel A2. You got one, Zog? I think I would nominate the Audi R10 for... Oh, yeah. It's just still going. (laughs) It's still going now. Richard? 
you going to nominate? Uh, yeah, I'm going to nominate the Audi R10 because. <laughs> um, oh, God, I, I, no, they're still going. Really? It's, it's not refuels yet. Yeah, 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 please yeah. make it stop. And the winner in the category Gareth Jones on Speed Racing Car of the Year 2006 is. For not being a diesel, Super Aguri! For making a 37-year-old Arrows almost genuinely competitive! Well done, well done! Okay, the next category, uh, this is very Gareth Jones on speed, this, and it's a special category that we have created to match the character of this programme in all our seriousness and our passion for excellence in motor engineering. Get on with it, it's not a real award ceremony. (laughs) Thank you for spending December with us. The nominations in the category the most ridiculous car of the year. Most Most ridiculous ridiculous car of the year. I would nominate the Ford S-Max for being the most ridiculously capable car of the year. It was home to the entire on-speed crew while we filmed our video podcast around the streets of London for three days earlier this year. And at the end of three days, we all still loved driving it and uh, we didn't kill each other. No, that's ridiculous, really, isn't it? Well done. That's a tremendous achievement there. Uh, Richard? I would like to nominate the Shanghai Automotive Industry Corporation <laughs> Roller uh, 750. Uh, Are you having trouble with your dentures then? No, that's what it's actually called, and that is why it's ridiculous. Because uh, SAIC bought the rights to make that car, and then, unfortunately, BMW sold the Rover name to Ford, who have locked it in a cupboard. And so what they thought was, rather than think of a new name, we'll think of the same name as if it was pronounced by David Bellamy. Yeah. And so it is genuinely called the 750. Oh, grapple me great, that sort of thing. I'm going to buy a Rover. And then I'm going to buy an NG. That's an N. NG. Yeah, I also heard plans that they're going to launch a car called a Fork, but uh, <laughs> unconfirmed. And Garrett, your nomination, please, for the most ridiculous car of the year. Well, I'm here not only to add to the nominees, but to... To tell you who the winner is, it's the most ridiculous cur of the year. It's Team A1 Great Britain driver Robbie Kerr. You're listening to Gareth Jones on Speed, uh, end of year seasonal special. Uh, it's the award ceremony, only another 33 categories of awards to go. Uh, I have the document in front of me now, and the next group of nominations is for. Best thing ever this year. The best thing ever this year. Clearly, it has to be Schumacher retiring. Oh, that's a very that's, good yeah, thing, that, isn't it? Yeah. Huge change for the sport. It's, yeah. uh, it's a new era. And it's given me a bit of variety in my model car collection because I'm kind of fed up of having to buy red Ferraris. I know I've bought a couple of uh, blue Renaults in the last couple of years, but I'm yeah, looking a couple forward of to McLarens, some, yeah, but, maybe yeah. a silver car or a darker blue car next time. Let's hope so. Thank you. That's good news. However, my my own personal nomination would be for um, British drivers getting good. Jensen got a win, and we're very pleased about that. That's very good. We've got the big boy Lewis Hamilton in a car for next year. And, uh, of course, little Anthony Davidson. He's finally going to get a drive. I know it's next year, but he he got the drive this year, didn't he? So, uh, And David Coulthard still being there. Brit guys getting good. That's my nomination this year. And uh, for the final nomination, Richard Porter. Uh, my best thing ever this year is uh, my mate off Top Gear, Richard Hammond, uh, being okay after his big accident in a jet car. And no one quite expected that, but his recovery has been nothing short of miraculous. And he's doing good. And we're all really, really proud of the boy. And we're happy that he's back. So that is my best thing ever this year. 
And the winner in the category of Best Thing Ever 2006 for Gareth Jones on Speed is... Richard Hammond. Surviving an almost 300 mile per hour crash in the name of television and entertainment. Being fit and well again. Yay, Richard! The final category in the Gareth Jones Awards 2006 is a very special award, the Listener's Award. We've had some fantastic emails from people literally all over this planet, and that's a wonderful thing that you're communicating with us in this little living room in North London. Um, We'd we'll like to give uh, an honourable mention, uh, particularly to Gareth Suddes, I think that's how he says his name, uh, Richard Stevenson and family, uh, and Tim Palmy. But the winner of the Gareth Jones on Speed Listener Award 2006 is... Insert your name here. And as the festive season approaches, we asked some stars of motorsport what they would most like for Christmas. Starting with F1 boffin head, Adrian Newey. I want a new kind of lead that will connect my brain direct to the design computer. Then we will see who's smarter. Syntax error. Syntax error. Daisy. Next, we spoke to Flavio Briatori. Hey, for the uh, Christmas TV festival, you see, I uh, also uh, want exciting this um, most excellent, uh, this be- beautiful for for the lovely uh, girl, girl I want, uh, Mister Senior Lover, Lover. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> next, we approached Ron Dennis. Well, uh, essentially, uh, a new bomber jacket would, would be very nice. I've always liked to get downstairs on Christmas morning before uh, anyone else, uh, or otherwise you're just the um, first of the Christmas losers. And, of course, winning is everything, even being first to open your presents, because otherwise you've not opened your presents first and, and you haven't won. bit like my team for the last 20-odd races. I want Mika back. That's it. I just want Mika back. Kimmy, I thought Kimmy was going to be Mika, but he was too small and didn't hug like Mika Hakkinen did. Hmm, troubling. We were delighted to approach Fernando Alonso. For sure, a new razor would be nice. Look at my chin, this is ridiculous. And we caught up with Finnish ice plop Kimmy Raikkonen. Come on, children. You know Kimmy's still signed to McLaren. He can't say a thing. Oh my god, they killed Kimmy's ability to talk at Ferrari test sessions before next year. Screw you guys, I'm going home. And finally, we bumped into the unpronounceable world touring car champion, Andy uh, what I'd really like for Christmas is just for people to be able to pronounce my name properly. Well, how is it pronounced? Pronounced just like it's spelled. 
How's it spelled? P R I A U I U. I don't think that's it. That's not. That's not it. It, it, it's it, it's spelled like it's pronounced. Well, how's it pronounced? Pre 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 pre. No, no, pre, stop! You, uh, you don't actually know, do you? No. <laughs> well, that's almost it for our celebrity Christmas present wanting thing special. And that's almost it from Sniff Petrol for this year. The year in which we discovered that the Jeep Wrangler is actually the least carbon-polluting car over its whole life. At least according to um, Jeep, the people who make the Wrangler. And to celebrate this, Sniff Petrol joined Chrysler executives as they showed other ways in which they're saving the planet. You take that, you doofus Siberian tiger! That stripy lamer bleed. Hey, panda, eat lead, you ursine loser. Oh my god, what are you doing in my zoo? For the love of God, stop, you guys. I just shot me a polar bear. <laughs> I'm going to bite me a unicorn. Yeah! Yeah, Jeep saving the mother hubbard planet. <laughs> it's been a funny old year. Goodbye. I love the smell of petrol in the morning. Sniff petrol! Gareth Jones on speed! If you listen to the Gareth Jones on speed end of year special last year, you'll know that Violet Berlin provided us with a a very uh, entertaining quiz. And once again, uh, Violet has set up something for this show. What is it, V? It's a kind of motoring just a minute. You have one minute to talk about a given subject. You're not allowed to deviate. You're not allowed to hesitate. And you're not allowed to repeat yourself. Okay. Now, if what was any- that last one? <laughs> yes. Um, if you do repeat yourself or hesitate or deviate, then someone can challenge you. And if their challenge is accepted, then that challenger gets to continue the subject. Okay. okay? Right. Right. So I've got a number of topics, and I'm going to start with Zog because you're standing on my left. Okay. And your first topic is car door handles. Your time starts now. I have known some fabulous car door handles in my time. I think perhaps my favourite was the device for opening the thing that hangs on the side of the vehicle that I had on my Volvo P1800S. It was a beautiful chrome device that had a most satisfying clunk to it as you depressed the nipple-like metal protrusion underneath the... Sharp, thin, like, um, uh, uh, bent uh, piece of metal. There's an error in there. That's a hesitation, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I hesitated a couple of times there. I think yeah, I got away with it. But, but the great thing about um, car door handles is that you don't actually need to see them. Of course, there have been a number of cars which have uh, made great efforts to hide the door handle. The most famous have been being the Alpha 146, was it? Oh. The- You've got 10 seconds on car door handles starting now. Uh, I always enjoyed the appendages that were on the side of the Renault Safran for the very simple reason that they were asymmetrical. And by that I mean that the leading edge on both sides of the vehicle... <laughs>
Do I win? A prize? <laughs> or just a punch actually, in the face? You actually get a point for finishing the just a minute. So the next subject um, is <clears throat> moving on, I think, to Gareth to start off with. Now, when we drive through London, we see lots of bad driving. Yes. And I think you might be quite good to talk about driving etiquette, starting now. Uh, driving etiquette, it's very important to be as polite on the road as you are in the real world. And if you live in a city like London, etiquette becomes absolutely paramount to getting uh, your own stuff rep- done. Uh, Richard. Petition of etiquette. Oh, no. no oh, oh, oh. oh, you're allowed to repeat the title. You are allowed to repeat the title. I didn't know that. I know. Okay. So, technically an incorrect challenge, but because it's not the rules, I think that's no point deducted. Okay. So, in a situation where you've got an awful lot of traffic, on the road. For instance, when two cars are going in opposite directions, someone's waiting to turn right across you, across the, ta- the traffic. Uh, Zod. 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 traffic. Ah, OK, all right. Politeness, as Mr Jones quite rightly said, is of paramount importance on the roads. It's a kind of karma that should be passed on from one motorist to another and we should all be trying to increase the general level of calm and peacefulness and goodwill on the roads because otherwise it's... Uh, it's a, uh, it's a... D- oh, it's, oh, he's lost oh. it, he's lost it. He's I'm just li- completely losing it. I'm sorry, yes. Zod. I'm challenging myself for hesitating. <laughs> <laughs> but is that, hang on, no one has a challenge, so I keep the subject. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise we end up with a horrible situation which everyone is just mean to each other all the time and everyone's getting annoyed and everyone's honking and they're just cutting each other up and everyone just they're trying Sorry. to fight each other very in other words so what goes around comes around that, thank you yeah, Bill yeah. if I put it that succinctly I wouldn't yeah actually there was a repetition there because you said around twice oh, <laughs> oh you got me again there <laughs> okay next subject Richard you can go first this time and I've picked a real goodie for you oh, right Lord. because um, I want to an interview with someone about makeup, and she told me <laughs> that. Where are you going with this? <laughs> she told me that a lot of the research that goes into, you know, really new lipstick finishes and glosses and sparkle for women's faces is actually benefits from the research done in car paint finishes, which I thought you might know a lot about. Like so you your oh, is car paint finishes. Car paint finishes starting now. One of the little-known things about car paint finishes, and most specifically the metallic colours that you can get on many vehicles now, is that they actually contain real metal flakes. And the larger the size of these, the more shiny you get the look of, say, the Renault or the Citroen or whatever that you're looking at. Somebody who's very good at this is BMW, which offers a real depth of sheen that comes from the size of the actual particulates in the paint. Now, it's interesting to note that I once interviewed the head of colour and trim at Rover, and his name, hilariously, was Martin Peach. (laughs) However, at the time, that particular company did not offer a car in that particular shade. And (laughs) as such, unfortunately, his job title... Well, the, the dog wasn't ooh. sure uh, if you didn't challenge. I didn't challenge. I didn't challenge. Was I right? Did, did Richard know a lot about car paint finishes? I'm, I'm, I'm spinning out one <laughs> idea, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I do it? That's, that's scared, positively frightening. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I frightened myself. I think I'm really, really sorry. Oh, OK, Zog, your subject is something 
I'm frightened you might not know much about oh. uh, because I know you drive a lot and you're not very often a passenger and your subject is good passengers starting now. From the point of view of a driver, a good passenger is one who doesn't insist on their own music choices being uh, on the radio or the tape player or the CD system or the iPod. Uh... Garrett. Garrett. Hesitation, hesitation. A, a good passenger is someone who doesn't interfere too much with the driving process and simply assists it. For instance, when you get to a junction, you say, uh, which way can we go? Someone who says, uh, well, we can go either way, really, is no use whatsoever. You either want them to say, oh, you choose, or yes, no, it's definitely left, go this way. Because if you, if you have... Zog. 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 OK, Zog. A, a good passenger, as I was saying, is one who doesn't insist on their own music being played because it must be the prerogative of the driver to choose the soundtrack. For example, you've got a wonderful set of sweeping curves stretching off into the far distance. You want Blondie at maximum volume, good, hard of glass, atomic, yes. li- li- <coughs> die young, stay pretty. That's the kind of music you talking want. about music deviation! I'm sorry, I have to butt in there, even though it's not my topic. Deviation, no one else is saying. Well, <laughs> I was I was quite enjoying where he was going with that. <laughs> where are the rules? Is to say that the chairperson can challenge? Uh, uh, okay, all right. You have a point. You have five more seconds to finish what you were saying. <laughs> Die young, stay pretty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's talking about music. Still deviating. Okay, well you can go then, Gareth. You okay. challenge. How long have I got? You've got two seconds. Two seconds. Yeah. What was the subject again? <laughs> well, passengers. The works of Deborah Halley. Good, good passengers. <laughs> Car passengers are the spawn of hell. It's always better when you're on your own. <laughs> Excellent. He's no, talking about dogging. <laughs> <laughs> Deviation. <laughs> In many senses. <laughs> okay, Gareth, it's your subject now. And I remember when we bought the Sora in Japan yeah. and the thing that really sold it to me. Do you remember? I do, yes, yes. The cup holder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Surprise and delight features. Surprise and delight features. A, a, a term, as far as I understand, generated by Ford about 10 years ago, they were, when they were trying to define what it is that makes people actually buy a car. These days, a surprise and delight feature might be that ridiculous thing that you get get on the back of the little Vauxhall Nova, or the Corsa, what's it called this week, which uh, uh, behind the number plate, you can pull out a rack for carrying bikes. That's a really surprising idea. Another surprise and delight feature might be a Vauxhall that's worth driving, but that's Vox not. Vox 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 oh no! Surprise and delight features can be found in cars of almost any make. You might, for example, find one in a Rolls Royce or a Bentley or a Porsche or a Peugeot, and those things might be. We've had the cup holder suggested, but how about an integrated coffee machine? What about a fridge for keeping your cocktails cold? What about <laughs> Richard? Richard. Oh, what about? Repeating what about? Oh, oh, seconds left on the clock. <laughs> Once upon a time, I was surprised and delighted to discover that the Audi TT had a major handling fault, and I crashed it. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, your topic now is great drives, great roads to drive on. I believe that great drives always happen on roads. I have, <laughs> on some occasions, attempted 
to pursue my way through a shopping centre or such like and found it wholly unsatisfying. The B660 is a particularly good road. It sort of wends its way through Northamptonshire, which is in the East Midlands, as you may know, and it is particularly satisfying. Re the handling aspects of a car. However, if you're only interested in the way that a vehicle moves in a straight line, may I recommend the M6? Zog, which is conveniently located. (laughs) Damn it! Repetition six. He's got me there. Zog, you have, uh, I think, 15 seconds left on uh, great roads to drive. Great drives, as Clement Freud might say, I am I'm going to attempt to put this in the style of a particular individual, are always accompanied by great food. For example, a fine beef carbonade, which I would make with a beautiful piece of brisket, and I would season it perhaps with some herbs. <laughs> Shalots, uh, Richard. Richard. The deviation Richard. of the most enormous guys. Richard, Richard, I, Richard's right, that was deviation. Slight, you were talking slight, about very slightly, very slightly, very slightly. Oh, Richard, five seconds, is that right? Yep, five, five seconds. seconds on great drives. When attempting a great drive, always try and use a car. I found it much more satisfying than, for example, your legs, when I think you would have to crest. Time's up! Oh, shame by the bell. Good job. So, There's always all sorts. Yeah. I've kind of lost track a bit of the scoring. I'm surprised. <laughs> We're not surprised. I'll be honest. I'm quite relieved. But my instinct, I go by instinct, a woman's instinct, <laughs> says that I, I kind of think Zog won, but he deviated a bit. I did a little from time to time. Richard kind of got the award for doing a full minute. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was quite actually, beautiful. Yeah. And, and Gareth, you were a good all-rounder. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let so that be your epitaphs. And uh, the winner was the, the Gareth Jones on Speed Team. Yeah, Hang on, my epitaph is he could go for a whole minute. That's a rubbish <laughs> epitaph. I don't want that one. <laughs> Guys, raise your glasses. Raise your glasses. <laughs> Um, I'd like to propose a toast as we did last year to all those who've downloaded and listened to Gareth Jones on speed. Thank you guys and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year or whatever festival you celebrate at this time of the year. Uh, We're going to leave you with our our own seasonal epic. This is um, All I Want for Christmas is some speed with the the, the remarkable couplet I want a world championship that Jensen plays a part in. I want someone nice to buy Aston Martin. Martin. Enjoy. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Happy Happy holidays. I'm late for a Christmas party Like a dreadlock in gridlock The traffic has been dreadful I should have been there at eight o'clock My baby's probably snogging someone else By the mistletoe why is this Christmas light shining red for stop When it should be green for go I don't need loads of presents Or even to get off me face I just want the road ahead to clear And the traffic to pick up pace If Santa doesn't turn up on his sleigh Then that's just what I need Oh, I want the Christmas I want a fuel cell, Lotus, that can also fly. I 
spaghetti they run out the money to buy I'll take the batteries out of your Prius I'll stop a turkey with your Kia seat Face. I just want the road ahead to clear and the traffic to pick up pace. If Santa doesn't turn up on his sleigh, then that's just what I need. All I want for Christmas is some For once looks great I want a large French car That won't appreciate I want a Rolls Royce Phantom with a telly and fridge I want the Chinese Not to make a mess of long bridge a litre of petrol For just 10p I want more than two constructors In the WRC I want a diesel car That is also fun I want Damon Hill Back in Formula One I need a car that reverses Climate change And get the KNL of the Porsche range. I want a championship. The Jensen plays a party. Want someone good to buy Aston Martin. All I want for Christmas is some speed. Yeah. All I want for Christmas is some speed. Save your shopping and your chip and bin. Don't need no toy with no batteries in. When it comes to Christmas, you know what I mean. Gimme, 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 gimme speed. All I want for Christmas is some speed. All I want for Christmas is some speed. No one no socks, no power drill. Quality streets just makes me ill. When it comes to Christmas, you know what I mean. Gareth Jones on Speed was a peaceful production for Whizbang TV.